So how many times has it happened to you? The phone rings and the number on the caller ID sort of looks familiar, and so you answer, only to realize you've been had again. They're known as robo...
Good morning, Red Ridge United Methodist Church, and what a glorious Palm Sunday we have this morning. I know that you are watching from your homes, and I know that we are all joining together this morning. So first, let's begin our time together this morning with prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and loving Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have gifted us, the privilege of being able to be in the midst of your creation and hear the birds, Lord, and hear the music that was written from the hearts of those who loved you as well many, many seasons ago. Lord, we just pray that as we gather here together this morning, that you see our hearts gathered together as one to praise your name to hear your word proclaimed Lord and to proclaim ourselves on this holy holy Palm Sunday Hosanna Hosanna you are Lord in Christ's name we pray amen before we begin our message this morning uh, just wanted to let everyone know that I will be bringing a very short message each evening at 7 o'clock. Just some thoughts as we go through this holy week. Um, so that will be a live stream as well. Uh, won't take up much of your time, but hopefully it will be a time that we can center together throughout this week that leads up to Easter Sunday so looking forward to that time with you this coming week our scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke the 19th chapter beginning with verses 39 and reading through verse 42 Luke 19 verses 39 through 42 some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would cry out. As he came near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, If you, even you, had only recognized on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Let us pray. Almighty God, as we hear these words spoken by our Lord Jesus, Lord, let us not be guilty of letting the rocks take our place in praising your name. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I dare say that throughout the years, and maybe even in some places today, that this day has been very exciting. If you remember from years past, or even as your experience as a child of gathering together and perhaps processing into sanctuary with your palm leaves and singing Hosanna, Maybe even whole congregations would come in together, waving their palm branches. Today, there have been 
most likely very creative ways that churches have tried to make this Palm Sunday special. It is a day that is designed to remember the day that Jesus arrived in Jerusalem amid the cheers and the crowds. But for us here listening today, what I'd like to focus on this morning and to think about is the afternoon after that grand parade through the streets of Jerusalem. You see, Jesus had been heading for Jerusalem for quite a long time. All of his ministry had led in the direction of Jerusalem. And truthfully, this was a fulfilling of the prophecy found in Zechariah 14.3, where it says, Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations, as when he fought in the day of battle. Only at that point in time, no one realized what was really going on that day in Jerusalem. Very quickly, the celebration and the joy of the day fades as the Pharisees come to Jesus and they ask him to silence those crowds that had continued to sing praises to their king. Jesus' response to the Pharisees, if these people are made to be quiet, then even the rocks would cry out in praise. This response is even more impressive when you go back to the prophecy of Habakkuk 2, verse 11, where we hear, The stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. You hear immediately the full extent of Jesus' importance as the Messiah. He must be praised. If not by the people, then by the very rocks themselves. Jesus affirms his identity as Messiah. The praise of Jesus could not be stopped. It is one thing for those who deny Jesus as Lord to fall, to fail to praise him. But it is quite another thing for those who name him as Lord to refuse to worship him. Let us not be guilty of keeping silent when we should be praising his name. There are many, many things that we seem to find to do instead of praising the name of Jesus. But here in the scriptures is the warning. Even the rocks will cry out in praise. I sometimes wonder what Jesus hears today. Us or the rocks? Jesus' mood doesn't improve much as he moves along the road and stops to look out over the city. In that very moment, Jesus is looking out on a panoramic view of Jerusalem. The beauty is 
breathtaking. He is moved to tears. And if you've ever been on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and you have stood where he stood looking out over the city, you would understand exactly how he must have felt. Jesus is moved, though, not only to tears, but to weeping. Jesus wept because instead of Messiah coming to bring an end to the Roman rule, the rejection of Jesus as Messiah meant the destruction of Jerusalem. Reality sets in. And all of the praises and the joy of the crowd doesn't seem to matter as Jesus realizes what is really going on in that beautiful city of God. Jesus weeps openly because as he looks out over the city, he knows that the people, even though they are cheering and joyful, right now in the moment in a very short time they will be yelling for his death the people don't recognize anymore the things of God the very thing that they had prayed for every day peace could be theirs so easily but the things that could bring peace have been hidden because of their selfishness. The people of Jerusalem thought that they could only have peace in heaven. But God's plan was for them to have peace on earth as well. God's ways are never man's ways. Man would have tried to bring about the kingdom in so many different ways. But man never would have thought of doing so through a cross. By what looked like defeat. By the very suffering of the Messiah himself for the sins of his people. God intends for things to be so easy. But man continues to complicate that plan even now. I wonder what God is thinking about our nation today. Sure, right now we might be focused on God because of the pandemic. But what about before the pandemic? What about when the pandemic is over? We knew at one time the things that led to peace but now they seem to have been hidden from our eyes as well. Covered up by violence, politics, greed, selfishness. And our laundry list could go on and on. Years ago, I made a visit to Candler School of Theology, where I later went on to attend for seminary. 
I was able at that time to sit in on a class during that visit. There was a guest instructor there that day and she was talking to the class about black preaching and the context that most black preachers preach from. She said most black preachers preach a theme of liberation because of their history in slavery. But she went on to make a point that I thought applied across the board. Black churches, white churches, Asian, Hispanic, whatever. She said that the preachers have preached so long about liberation to their congregations and the focus has been to build up the church from out of those early slavery days that they, the church, had become too self-reliant. They have taken the focus off of God and learning how to draw on His power. They have become too self-important. They no longer need God to save them. They think that they have the power to save themselves. And isn't that exactly what happened in Jerusalem? And that is why Jesus was weeping over the city that day. He saw the way that they had become. In spite of their past reliance on God, they had forgotten Him and His ways. And they were heading for destruction. When Jesus wept over Jerusalem, it was already too late for them. But it's not too late for us. If we are to be followers of Christ, shouldn't we expect to take up a cross even as Jesus did? In the words of someone very close to this congregation who said this week, what we're facing pales in comparison to what Jesus is facing on this Passion Sunday. May we be blessed with His faithfulness and His strength. Amen and amen.